Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 125, the free version. Here's my 20... It's free? Woohoo! July 20th, 2013. Hey, everybody. It's another episode. Yeah. Wow. We went from Jeremy going... I'm depressed and I'm going to cut myself. Here's another episode. Not depressed. I've done that one before too. But no, this one was just kind of, you know, just um, content. I decided, you know, got to do it different every time. So, all right. So, That's as you can tell, she said. Yes, it is. As you can tell with us this week, we have Frank. How's it going? And Patrick. What'd it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. So, tell you that was a, more of a question mark. I am I your host, Jeremy. Jeremy? Well, whatever works. <laughs> it is a warm afternoon here in California, at least in, in the East Bay, over where I live anyway. Yeah, I was over in Dublin earlier and um, for that thing I was doing. Oh, yeah. And I thought, because I thought it was like in a restaurant, but apparently it was like at a taqueria. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were sitting outside, but they had umbrellas and stuff, but it was still pretty warm. Yeah, it's 91 outside right now, and I do have my air conditioning on, but I only turned it on a few minutes ago, so it'd be so I wouldn't be like really hot during the podcast and so it's cooled down a little but i'm sure it's still in the like 80 in the house so oh well but you know what it's That's... wonderful weather <laughs> yes everything's wonderful weather for you frank i we understand <laughs> no it, it it's just uh when it does get hot in my place which it usually doesn't get too hot around five o'clock it starts getting hot but uh when it does get hot it gets like um stuffy too because you know i have the windows closed so it doesn't get too hot in here and then all the the cats in your face and everything too. It well, yeah, the cats. Keep, I mean, keeps you, know. you all keeps you warm and everything. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I haven't even seen my cat. Oh, there's one. Okay, forget <laughs> it. All right, so let's get right into what we've been playing. Uh, it looks like we all have a pretty um, substantial list this this week. Uh, mine's the longest. No jokes about that. All right, all right, we'll just move on. All right. <laughs> the joke is the fact that you think you have the longest. <laughs> well, my list is the longest. Oh, list. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I've been playing a bunch of Ouya this week. Actually, I think every game on here was through my Ouya. And yes, I'm right. Um, I haven't touched my 360 or PS3 um, or even PC games since I got my Ouya, which is kind of crazy. So start of the list, we got Final Fantasy 3. As I mentioned before, I bought this game on Ouya, and I've been playing a little bit. I played it a lot more, actually. I'm about one-third of the way through, I'm guessing. Um, it's not keeping my attention, though. I have not played this game since the original NES version with the fan translation, like, years and years ago. And it's just not keeping my attention, so I'm not sure. I'll probably continue with it, because, you know, I bought it. But... Sorry. I was, Sorry, I was just going uh, to finish off by saying there there was one spot where, like... You go, like, okay, so you, you finish the first mission that you have, right, basically, I'll, we'll say it like that, and then you go to this town, and it's like, oh, hey, uh, I bet you want a new airship now, huh? But you know what, you can't, because you, the king has to give the okay. And then but it's like, the king. so you think you've got to go to the king next, right? But all of a sudden, there's, there's no way to get to the king, so it's like, okay. And then there's this random uh, mountain. You climb the mountain, and then 
you get attacked by a dragon, which looks like Bahamut. And then all of a sudden you have to go through like these four little towns. And then all of a sudden you're at this Viking town and you're like, okay, why am I here? And it's like, oh, if you, if you appease the uh, water dragon, we'll give you our ship for free. And it's like, um, I, I didn't know I wanted a ship, but okay. And then so you go. Who doesn't want a ship, Jeremy? That's true. So you go appease the the uh, water dragon, and the water dragon's like, "Oh, you're very special." It's like, "Oh, here's some storyline," and it's like, "You're very special," and then that's it. I mean, there's no like, "This is what you have to do." And so you finally get your ship, and it literally doesn't even tell you anything. It just says, "Here's a ship. Go sail." Y- go, find, you know, go find stranded hot bitches and press your ship. The the one thing I was I was curious about is um. Because it's a remake, right? It's yeah. not the original. Yeah. So do they, you know, I mean, I guess you kind of answered my question with with that one is, um, you know, I was, I was, I've been playing like a lot of older RPGs and stuff, but not like remakes, actual original ones. Yeah. And I'm finding that a lot of times where, you know, you'll get saved and it's like, hey, we just broke out of this jail and it's like, okay. And then, and then you just leave and you're in the world map and it's like, all right. Yeah, and that's exactly – yeah, and that's why I understand, you know, old games. I know they're like that, and I accept that for if I'm playing a game from, like, 1990 or 92, you know? Yeah. But when it's a remake, they could have just put a single extra line of dialogue, you know? They, yeah, that's what I was going to ask is um, – but like I said, I guess you kind of answered it. They just leave you hanging like the old one. You know, it sure um, seems like they just uh, copied the script exactly over from the original game. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, pick, maybe fix some translation stuff, but n- didn't add anything to it. Yeah, and um, the thing that's a, a bummer with those older games, too, is, um, I mean, may, I don't know if it's the same scenario in the airship, but, um, you know, like I said, myself playing a couple of old school uh, RPGs is, if you don't know where to go, if they just leave you in the world map and no story whatsoever as to where you're supposed to go, like, it's a complete, like, hey, let's escape this town, or, or hey, let's... Um, Let's go on a journey, and then you just boom, okay, whatever. And there's no foreseeable town anywhere in any near direction or any even road, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is okay, it's like, okay, well, we'll explore. We'll see what we should – maybe we'll figure out what to do next. But the thing is, is because of the – what is it, the random battles? You know, even yeah. if it's people that – even if it's like low-level creatures that you could just all instant kill right away, it makes like walking – around the whole map to check everything and take forever because yeah. you have all these little battles here and here and here and here. And, you know, what could have been, um, you know, like like you were saying, like they could have put one line like, hey, we just got out of this jail. Let's go to the next town. It's south of here. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, you know, you could have easily, boom, you know, went five minutes and or even less and gotten there. Yeah. Instead, now you're traveling into every direction, doing all these different fights, and then sometimes you do find a city or a mountain, and you go in there, and it's like, oh, I shouldn't even be here at yeah. all, and I get completely killed. And and with the Final Fantasy games, there's no teleportation or anything usually. So it's like you can't just go, oh, well, I made it to a town that took me half hour to get to, and it's the wrong town, so now I can teleport <laughs> back. You know, a lot of old school RPGs had that, like Final uh, Fantasy Star, but not Final Fantasy. So yeah. at this point, basically, you, 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 towards the beginning of the game, you wreck the airship. And yeah. so Sid's like, oh, I can build you another one, but you have to ask permission, like I said. Yeah. And then so the airship can't even, – even when you had the airship, it couldn't go over mountains. It could only go over water. Oh, okay. But then, you, but then before you get to any water, you wreck the airship. You know, it's oh, a storyline. Okay. And yeah. so – but then he doesn't tell you – he just says the king. And so I went back to talk to the king, the, the first king you meet. And it's like, oh, no, that's the wrong king. (laughs) 
it's like, oh, that's the wrong king, and then, and then, so I, yeah, it's 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 very old school, even even now to the point where uh, it it just doesn't um, it doesn't have anything that makes me go like, oh, I I I know where to go. You know, there's there's no help at all. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's I mean that's too bad they didn't put that in there, but you know, yeah. like like I said, it, it, it's just how the old ones were. <laughs> so what I finally did, and and this was just because. Uh, at the point you you get, it's like you're pretty weak still, you know. It, it, when you yeah. first get the uh, boat, so I'm pretty weak still, and the uh, enemies at sea are pretty strong. Yeah. So um, basically, I'm just like, I, I started going around the world map, trying to explore a little bit, and I pretty much two fights, and I had to go back to a town that I knew where a town yeah. was. So I didn't actually look up uh, a guide, but I did. I did look up. I googled uh, like world map. Yeah. So that I could see all the town locations and stuff. And then, yeah. um, actually, I did find that uh, with the town map, there was, like, this guide that said, as soon as you get out there, this is what you can do optionally, you know? Yeah. And then it says, if you want to continue the story, go here. And what's funny is, to continue the story, you actually uh, only have to – you don't even – I think you have to take the boat, like, um, from where you first get it yeah. across, like, a small little lake and then park it there. Yeah. So you could go all the way around the world and not find it, and then realize that you were just supposed to basically go like, you know, thirty steps. Yeah. So yeah. and it didn't tell you that. So yeah. Um, next game I tried out uh, Monster RPG Two, which Monster RPG was a, a game. I'm not sure if it's exclusive to Android or not, but um, it's a mobile game that uh, was pretty high acclaim. It's like NES graphics, maybe early SNES graphics. And so Monster RPG 2, it came out for Ouya this week. So I tried it out, and I was having a lot of fun with it until it crashed. Um, basically, like, there's, it's a lot like the old school RPGs where you just happen upon a, a character, and they're like, hey, we're going to the same place, so let's team up, you know? And so the, by the time I got to the fourth character, I don't know if I talked to him too soon or if it's a bug in the game, but as soon as I talked to him, the game crashed. And... I I had saved about ten minutes before, so I will go back and play it again. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 your it's it's it was programmed to be a simplistic nod to you know that type of game. So it was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, let's see what's next. Nightmare Tower. I talked about this a while back. Uh, it's another Ouya game. It's a, just a fun little uh, time waster. I had a lot. Of, I have a lot of fun with it. I did finally beat it. I don't think I did it last time. And then it unlocks the survival mode, so then um, you have, like, new achievements and new things to do. So that's a lot of fun. It was worth the, what, I think it was $2 or something that I paid. Uh, next on my list is Suikoden. And the reason I, I kind of threw this on is because I've been wanting to play it again for a while. And instead of pulling out my old PS1 and uh, – or PS – yeah, PS1, and playing the game, I actually, because the Ouya has the emulator, I went ahead and downloaded the emulator. The problem is, unless I buy the emulator, which is four bucks, which isn't too much, uh, you can't save. So I just played, like, yeah. the very beginning just to, to you know, kind of remember how fun it was. And I am going to get into it, but I heard there's another emulator coming out that's, like, ten times better. So I'm going to wait for that and buy that one. So I probably won't go back to this until then. And then... um. Frank actually didn't put these on his list. We played some Madden 2005 and Madden 95. Yeah, yeah. When? After you left. 
Oh, you got it to work finally? Yeah, I don't know what it, why it wasn't working at first. We got it to work perfect after you left. They uh, we played full games. Oh yeah, and we also let's, wait. What was that baseball twenty ninety five? Twenty ninety four or no? I think it was like baseball twenty twenty or something. Oh, that's right, twenty twenty. Which was funny because it was all robots and everything, and you know, you know, back in what nineteen ninety four or something, we're like, oh wow, you know, twenty five <laughs> years from now, you know, robots on a baseball team, yeah. you know. And, you know, now it's, like, seven years away. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I used to love no. that game. That used to be one of my favorite games as a kid. Do you, you remember that one, Pat? Which one was it again? Baseball 2020. If you played on SNES, oh, it was Super yeah, Baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That, I loved that game back in the day. It was, like, seriously, probably one of my favorite games on Genesis. <laughs> um, So that that was fun to play those three. Uh, I didn't play too much. I mainly watched, but it was still a lot of fun. And we did get some Mortal Kombat in. Um. We also had, I know we played one more fighting game, but I couldn't remember, so I didn't write it down. But Yeah, yeah. I can't recall. Uh, and then, this game, there's another game that came out on Ouya this week. It's called Freedom Fall. And it's a, again, it's a time waster. It's a platformer. Instead of going left or right, you actually go down. So uh, you're basically descending from... Whoa. <laughs> you're descending from the top of a tower where, you, where you're held captive. And the uh, warden basically is like... She seems like she's like a, a little girl, but I don't think she's supposed to be because she talks about how like uh, her daddy put her in charge of the uh, inmates and she's toying with you now, like basically like torturing you, and um, you can't really lose. You just die and go back. Every time you die, you go back to the last uh, marker. So, it, it, but then at the end, if you you know the more deaths you have, the less your score. So it's kind of more like a score game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I plan on purchasing it most likely. It again, all Ouya games are free to play uh, for up to a certain point. So, and last two games on my list: Sonic Four Episode One and Episode Two. The Episode Two is a uh, HD version, which um, for anyone who knows, these are actually the Android versions that they ported to the Ouya. The HD version, I believe, was uh, is basically the same exact version that's on um, like 360 or, or PC. And it looks really good in 1080p, uh, and it's a lot of fun. The right, the episode one, it's not that good graphics. It, it it you can definitely tell it was a mobile phone game when it first came out. Uh, as where episode two HD doesn't, it looks like it could be on console. So uh, that's a lot of fun. I I actually had fun fun playing Sonic. Cool. And that's the end of my list. So I'm passing on to Frank. Oh well, um, I finally got to playing uh, the Walking Dead add-on. Um, it's uh, technically, I guess, it's what episode six or something, and yeah. it's called Four Hundred Days. It's uh, it's pretty much just a a link between season one and season two. Um, yeah, and you know, I won't give any spoilers, but um, it it pretty much as far as characters, you're pretty much just setting up for season two. It's I thought it would be kind of like a fifty, like maybe fifty fifty, and you know, again, there's so many things that are unknown about the story that it's you know it's you know who knows what's what's even going to happen in season two but uh this add-on it it does focus mainly on prepping for season two but it's it's really i really liked it a lot um it's kind of a bummer that uh season two isn't looking to actually start until i think around october or something of this year yeah i think it was like the end of um end of september like october yeah and then you know it's on that um episode by episode basis so i mean you know we really couldn't see like probably the end of season two till around maybe january or february or something 
Um, but I mean, you know, um, it's a. I think it goes for like five bucks or something. So uh, I guess something to get your fix for a while, and then just you know, sadly look at the calendar and <laughs> realize that October is a very long way away. Well, not that bad, but you know. Yeah. But um, uh, one note is it is an add-on, um, so it's not – again, it, it came out a while ago, so a lot of people probably saw it when it was featured on um, a lot of the home pages of uh, the consoles and whatnot. But uh, it is technically an add-on, so you'll probably find it in the, those sections now. Um, and then also I played Sukuden 2. Um, I actually had an emulator going on my PC, and – then I was kind of like, um, you know, I want to use a controller and stuff, and I could totally get the 360 controller or the PS3 controller working on a PC, but I had to buy some, you know, equipment or whatever to make the 360 controller work. Uh-huh. And so I was like, you know what, I'll just whip out the old, you know, PS1. So, uh, <laughs> so I got the original uh, setup going. Uh, I think I played about an hour or two on the emulator, and then I started again on... Uh, the PS1, uh, and again, you know, I don't want to go too much into it because we already talked about it. But right now, pretty much, I'm at a point where I, I just escaped a jail, like probably like three, or no, 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 I escaped a, a bunch of military guards about three hours into the game, and they completely left me nowhere, no idea where to go. So, oh, really? Uh, I'm probably gonna look up a. Yeah, I'm probably. I gonna think look... if I remember right, you're just supposed to back, go back to your hometown, but. No, well, see, I escaped my hometown because oh, okay, no, that's when okay, that's when you like escaped your hometown. Yeah, and so I, I, I mean, I have a couple ideas where to go, but there's no real clear way to go. But isn't it kind of built into the storyline that your character doesn't even know where to go? I guess, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah, it still it still could give you a hint as a player, but like at least with that, it's like you know, you escape and you're like, well, I really don't know what to do with my life right now, you know? Yeah. As well, with Final Fantasy, it's like we know we have to do this, but we just don't know where. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is, uh, like, every time I've had one of those points, it, it's led to, like, a half an hour of search around every single point I could get to from where I am. So, I'm sure I could figure it out, but I'm like, man, I gotta, you know, if it's not the first city, I'm gonna have to check, like, three or four cities, and I'm like, you know, I, 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 I don't know, that just kind of killed my interest for now. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely gonna get back on it, I'm just gonna probably get a strategy guide. I mean, I've beat it before, so, I mean, I figured out it. I figured it out before. It's just yeah. kind of, I guess, uh, with a lot of the modern games, um, my patience isn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I just pretty much want to Google, like, where to go next and go there as opposed to, you know. Yeah, especially games you've already played. You know, it's like the first time I play a game, I try to explore. But, you know, you've already played it, even if it has been years. So it's like you, yeah. you're, you're in it for the storyline, you know. Yeah, and also from, you know, like I said, I, I picked the wrong city in almost every single point A to B you know, session before to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So my guys are, and again, Sukuden, the way it plays is um, once you get to a new area, you'll pretty much level up to the the level of those enemies quick, and then you get kind of stuck there. Oh, and yeah. So, so the thing is, is I'm already at the point where, like, these low-level creatures, you know, are, you know, I'd have to kill, I'd have to win, like, maybe 20, 30, actually probably more than that. I'm only getting, like, maybe 5, 10 XP a battle and you need a 1,000 to level. That's right. That's so, right. I forgot about that. It's so there's about, no even gain. Yeah, there's no even gain for me to grind it out. And, you know, if it does take me like an hour to find the next where I'm supposed to go, uh-huh. you know, it's like there's no gain for it because I'm not, I'm probably going to level once if at all. I probably won't even level once. 
and the way that game plays is once you make it to the new zone, all of a sudden every battle gets you like eight hundred, you know, experience points, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, in that instance, I'd almost rather just find the next cities because there's no game to grind, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so I played that. Um, another game I played real quick, um, and real quick because it was randomly kind of hard. Um, was a Kavinsky, which is a game that's out on Android and um. What is it? The iOS market and as well on PC. And the only reason I got it is, uh, you know, I was really digging the. the, the it's actually a uh, video game based off on an album, and okay. the album, <laughs> the album was written as if it were, you know, it, it's it's almost like when the guy was writing the album, he wrote it to a story in his head. So there mm-hmm. was the album kind of paced like a movie, like score. So anyway, I really dug that album. Um, a lot of the, the the artists' songs uh, are featured in the movie Drive, and Drive, you know, led to you know the inspiration for Hotline Miami. So I guess I'm in that whole '80s <laughs> moment, whatever. You know, like Drive, Hotline Miami, Kavinsky, they all kind of link. So I like the artists. Um, so he came out with that game, and, I, and I've been playing it. And I mean, it's all right. Um, it's. I'm finding it kind of maybe too sensitive. There's a couple racing parts in the game, and it's, it's almost like really, really sensitive. And you know, I'm sure once I get the hang of it, um, it'll you know I'll be able to pull through it. But yeah. um, it's free, and you know I, I dig his music. So you know, a free game, and even if I'm losing, I like the music. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, you know, can't complain. <laughs> um, and then um, the other game I played was. Uh, and very shortly, because it's freaking difficult, <laughs> uh, Hotline Miami, I've been playing that again. I haven't played it since uh, for a couple weeks. And that game, it's weird. It's one of those ones where sometimes you'll just be in the zone and you'll complete a level like in one or two tries. Sometimes if you get stuck, it could take you forever. And um, again, like I said, I, I went over it last time. It's that game where it's uh, basically a 90s like 16-bit shooter action game where you get shot or hit, you die instantaneously. Um, and you have to go through a whole level without dying. And man, it's, it's, I like the game, but it's, it's, it's really hard. I, I think I'm on like level 10 or something. There's like 13 levels, so I'm almost done with it. But, um, you know, it's fun, but it could get frustrating when you're stuck on one point, you know, and you're just, you know, dead, 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 again and again and again for yeah. like half an hour. You're like, oh man, oh, oops. But um, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I, I gave a go at that, and and I just tapped out for right now. And then I, I guess you know, in in hating myself more, I picked up <laughs> Super Super Meat Boy, which oh, is a, yeah. it's, a, it's uh, I actually got it on the 360. Um, and from what I hear is well, well. I guess now it's my experience since I'm, I've played it already. Yeah. But uh, if anyone's heard, it's basically a platformer, but it can get incredibly difficult. Um, it's another game where if you fail, if you fall into something, you get hit by a saw. Uh, in the second level, they have like biohazard piles where there's like uh, syringes and just random medical junk. If you touch any of that or if you get hit by anything or you fall, that's you know, you die, you have to start all over. Mm. Uh, luckily, it's a little bit quicker paced than 
Hotline Miami because a lot of the missions are done where once you figure out the scheme of it, it's just timing and precision. And if you figure out how to do it, you know, every level you could almost... And I'm not far in the game. I think I'm on level 30 or something. But it's like every level, once you get the hang of it, you could do it real quick and maybe like every level you could do in like maybe 3 to 15 seconds or something. And... You know, that's if you get really good, you know, and if you get the flow of it. But, um, uh, again, it takes a while to figure out each one. And then even when you figure it out, it's it's really sensitive on, you know, how hard you jump, how mm-hmm. much you lean in a direction. And um, it's, a, it's a fun game. Um, it's a – but, you know, like I said, it's kind of unforgiving in, uh, like, Hotline Miami where – you know, you die, you die, you have to go again. Yeah, my brother really liked it. I played I played the free version when it first came out. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's free anymore on PC, but I played it when it was first came out on PC. Yeah. And I really liked it, but, you know, those kind of games to me, it's like the whole point is almost keep, you know, repetitive until you memorize it, you know? Yeah. And my brother really liked it. He bought it for 360, and so he really liked it. Because he played it on PC originally also, and he really liked it. So when it came out on 360, he was, like, really happy. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it, it's cool and stuff. And, and like I said, it's just uh, getting the hang of it. Um, but um, I don't know. I guess playing those games in a row kind of made me want to chill out for a while. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's nice. To, it's nice. It's kind of refreshing to have those games that are unforgiving that where it's not like holding your hand the whole entire way and like, oh, you, you have trouble. Like, just turn down the difficulty. You know, it's all yeah. good. So it's it's refreshing and, you know, in the sense that it's not those it's not an easy, easy game where it's just telling you exactly what to do, giving you a straight line to walk down and everything like that. But, you know, it is a bit much after just dying, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times on both of <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I had to chill out and play Madden 13 like normal. <laughs> just played a bit of that. And then, you know, like you were saying, Jeremy. Um, do we lose that com- huh? Oh, there he is. Yeah, you totally... Uh... <laughs> you were like, you said... Like I like I was tell, or like whatever Jeremy and then all of a sudden it was blank nothing so start back over what your last sentence. Um, hello, you there, yes. Frank? Yeah, I actually couldn't hear you guys for a second. Okay, yeah, so you you kept uh, cutting out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, I can, yeah, we can hear you now. Well, you know, uh, well, you know, uh, like I was saying, is I, I played Madden thirteen, uh, ninety five, and then 05 at Jeremy's house, and. That kind of got me back into the old school Madden, so I pulled out a. I'm kind of. Yeah, he cut it out again. Seven to to thirteen. <laughs> you cut out again, Frank. Oh, bummer. All I heard was I'm kind of seven to thirteen. Is uh, is your wire pinched or something? No, he uses yeah. wireless, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you in the same room? <laughs> I'm just in the same spot. I don't know. You guys kind of cut out for a second though, too. I yeah, it's probably it's probably Skype. Um, Stupid new update. <laughs> should we take a break or? Uh, well, you you sound fine now. If you break up again, we'll we'll stop for and. <laughs> but go ahead and keep going. Okay. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll I'll do the short version while everything's working. Who yeah. likes baseballs? The short I, short version. <laughs> I played Madden '95, Madden '05. And Madden 07 through 2013. Oh, that's what you're saying. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so there we go. What Boom. was your favorite? You know, it's kind of goofy, but I mean, I like the newer one. I like A lot the... of people do. I mean, I don't know. 
Uh, a few of them were interesting. The, the ones that were kind of the hard to get the hang of were the early 360 ones. Oh, yeah. You, you know how, like, when you're trying something new and it's, like, it's not done... It's not that the medium... It's not that the graphics aren't good, but they're done... They're not done as good as that, like, level of graphics that could be done, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the early 360 versions, they look like they could have been early generation games, uh, like a PS2 or... A, original xbox game right Mm -hmm. but the thing is is because it was you know they haven't they didn't get um they didn't they didn't have the the formula for the 360 refined that much you have big loading times oh yeah so that's the thing is it it, you know so i i I like the newer madden not because you know it looks better than 07 Uh but 07 would actually have well it, it does look better than 07 i'm just saying um the graphics I'm okay with, but when you have crazy load times because it's, you know, they haven't refined the formula for that console yet, you know, it's kind of, kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you like I said, if you think about it, um, you know, the load times for the old PS1 games, if those are shorter than the original 360 games, it's like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I just played a bunch of those, and then um, I played Red Dead Redemption and. Not too much of it, but a little. Mm, yeah, and that's all for me. Cool, cool. How about you, Pat? Uh, well, um, it's kind of weird because I have the shortest list out of everybody. I know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but um, some Gears of War Judgment, cool. like naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've uh, been playing, uh, like I said, Grand Theft Auto 4. I've been, been wanting to play Grand Theft Auto, so still playing that. Um, I borrowed uh, Black Ops Two mm-hmm. from uh, from Crystal's brother, and um, it's uh, I, I haven't played no online or nothing. I just played this, been playing the story mode, and I, it's funny because I borrowed it last weekend, and I think I pretty much almost went through the whole story like in a day. <laughs> but then I had to go somewhere, so I stopped playing it, and I haven't put it back in. Oh yeah, in a while. But yeah, it was it was ran through the story pretty fast. Um. Some of the stuff you can do on there is pretty cool, you know, like the the way they had like the rock climbing and they had the special gloves that like, um, kind of like like if you were Spider Man, you'd just be able to stick to the wall, but they were like these gloves that like um, they like weren't suction cups, <laughs> but whatever it was would help help them like stick to the wall and everything, um, but uh, it's you know it's it's, it's a Call of Duty game, you know, <laughs> you know. Can't really ask for much because it's not going. It's going to be the same thing over and over. Pretty much. Uh, Madden thirteen. We played it with the, over at Frank's house. Got oh, my yeah, ass Frank, kicked guys, every yeah. round. Or, yeah. Uh, well, actually, not every round, but didn't win one fucking game, which isn't normal. I usually at least win one. <laughs> but you suck. I'm just kidding. Well, at least I played. Uh, at least I know what my team is without having to flip off. Anyways, uh, moving right. on. Uh, I. Uh, still playing some Kingdom Hearts. Um, like I said, uh, I don't know why I, I, I'm playing. I might as well just wait until September when uh, H, the HD remix comes out. You know, because yeah. they have a version of the first one on there. But whatever, it gives me something to do to play on my play, my PlayStation 3. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it for me. Wow. I uh, actually haven't, surprisingly... Last week I've played games, but I haven't really played them like I normally do. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm either just hanging out or 
busy doing some other stuff, so I actually haven't played as much video games as I normally do. Well, you know, the I was just going to say one thing and uh, noting with all of our lists, and there is there is a couple new games that have come out that I don't think has hit any of our lists uh, yet, but um, yeah, it's still just with summer. It's like there's no games coming out. That's true, yeah. Um, that's why I've been playing uh, like old school games and... Um, and, you know, I dig indie games. I'd be playing them anyway, but, you know, I'm playing mainly indie and, um, you know, retro games. So, and, well, yeah. now, Well, now that I know about uh, 400 Days being out, I'm definitely going to be getting, going to be downloading that. Yeah, but I know you'll, I know you'll actually, dig I it. Download, like, I downloaded it while we did the beginning part of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you'll dig it. Um, oh, yeah. So. Hello. Uh, we're here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. I was just saying, I, I know you'll dig it because, um, you know, I like number the whole season one, and and I like the whole four hundred days. I'm, it's I'm I'm really tempted to do the whole thing uh, like season one and four hundred days again, but I'm I'm just making myself wait until it gets near season two because I'm gonna play it all the way through and then be like, oh man, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I, I kind of want to do it over because of the simple fact that there are um, there are uh, uh, I, I would have done a lot of things differently. <laughs> yeah. Because um, like uh, toward it's been out long enough, so I can say this. So towards the end there, when you have to get people to come help you find Clementine, I had only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was. Uh, I thought was funny because like um, you told me that, and then, then I had everyone <laughs> like offer to help. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. But, so uh, other than that, that's all I've been playing. So I'll move on to what's coming out. Unless yeah. you had something else to add. That's what I was going to say. Don't rush us just because you want to go to Sacramento. Uh, it's coming out the week of seven twenty one to seven twenty two. The Serious Sam collection for the three sixty. Yay! Hot Shots Golf World Invitational. Can't the believe there's still Hot Shots Golf out. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing when <laughs> I was typing this out. I was like, wow, there's still Hot Shots Golf. I and, like that series. Yeah, it was the best golfing series ever. And the Smurfs too for the DS, the Wii, the Wii U, the PS3, and the 360. You know, we're all we're getting all we're all getting that. Oh, each system. It on every system. Yeah, that's what I mean. All of us. I have to buy a Wii U and a PS3 now, and a, well, and a Wii and a DS. But yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much gonna blow like fourteen hundred dollars to get Smurfs and, and you know every single console. I agree. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, all right, so that is it for what's coming out. We're going to take a quick break as per usual, and we'll be right back.
And we are back from our break with news stories. Hella news stories. These news stories are sponsored by nobody, so go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> We're broke. <laughs> uh, Soul Calibur 2 coming back in HD online game for the 360 and the PS3. Uh, the link I have here is just basically for you to add up there. It's uh, the, for the video. Oh, okay. Um, the thing is, is this was the game when it came out. The GameCube got Link. The PS2 got um, something with the M from from uh, Tekken. What's his name? The old white, the white guy, the old uh, guy with the white hair on the side of his head, but yeah. otherwise he's bald. Hi, hi, yes. No, from, I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah. remember. And micro, Microsoft or Xbox got Spawn. Yeah. Now, when I the video I saw, they showed the guy from Tekken. But it makes me wonder, like, so is maybe the 360 version going to have Spawn? Are they going to just put all three characters in there and say the hell of it? But then again, I don't see Nintendo saying, yeah, go ahead and put Link on the 360 and the PS3. Yeah, and... Yeah. Probably not. Maybe just the two of them, if, you know... If any... They, they didn't show Spawn at all. Or maybe just, but uh... Then again, that could have been... Maybe, maybe the trailer was for the, the for the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, they could be doing... Um, PlayStation gets uh, Tekken guy, and then 360 gets Spawn still. Yeah. Which would be cool, because Soul Calibur 2 was one of my favorite ones, even though it was for Game... The one I liked was for GameCube. I... Because of playing with Leak. Yeah. I actually... My favorite Soul Calibur was 1. I loved that game. But... Yeah. <laughs> but, That's uh, cool. yeah. Cool, cool. Um... All right, so this is an interesting story. So Alexander Vlecki is this guy. He's 19 years old, and um, he's actually between high school and college. Now, he wasn't sure if he wanted to go to college because he has the skills to make it in the video game industry, but he didn't have any schooling. So what did he do in, in, in this time before college? He put together a Skyrim mod um, to prove to Bethesda that he had what it t- took to work for them. He put, over the last, uh, um, I'm guessing, probably year, he's, pu- he's put in thousands of hours, and the mod is called uh, False Car. Um, basically, he made a whole new land on Skyrim called False Car, and this mod includes 26 quests, 20 to 30 hours of gameplay, tons of new items, two new spells, a new sh- a- and a new shout. Along with this... It also has complete new 40-minute soundtrack, fully voiced by 30 professionals and semi-professional voice actors. Um, and the, uh, the, the, one of the amazing parts of the story is that he actually got you know, professionals to voice act uh, characters for free you know, in his quest to find a job for Bethesda, with Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, along with this, Bethesda has given him encouragement, but no job offers yet. That's awesome, but we're not going to pay you. Well... <laughs> Basically, he did this, like I said, while waiting to start college, and he finished ju- He finished with enough time to hopefully hear from Bethesda. Um, if he gets a job with Bethesda, he's going to forego uh, design school, obviously, you know, because pretty much, you know, you get a year at Bethesda already, they're not going to care if you have a degree. Yeah. Um, and you can actually download the mod right now if you have the Sky uh, PC version at Nexus Mods, and I'll have a link to it on the, the show notes. The mod looks amazing. It, it's basically like another... It, it, it's like an expansion. I mean, hmm. it's crazy. It's something that Bethesda would charge thirty bucks for, and it's free. Surprised they're not going to try to do something like that. And they may, if they pick him up, they might. But as of right now, it's free. But uh, so it was, it's pretty cool. 
I'll probably definitely try it out because I know the first attempt at a quote-unquote expansion mod by uh, I forgot what company it was was in my opinion was almost a failure. And so uh, I know there's been a couple more, but I've been really iffy to try them out just because of that experience. Mm-hmm. But um, this might make me go back to uh, Skyrim for a little bit anyway. Hell yeah. All right, so strong words from Trey Parker about DLC. So, you know, Trey Parker, obviously, one of the creators is the co-creator of South Park. Mm-hmm. And they have that game coming out. Uh, was it the Stick of Death? A Truth? Stick of Truth, yeah. Yeah, he pretty much said... Uh, fuck that to cutting out content for DLC. <laughs> That's good. That was a direct quote. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I he, believe it. He pretty much said uh, yesterday at Comic-Con, uh, during a Comic-Con panel, uh, that uh, he doesn't he doesn't believe in cutting out content from a game so you have to pay more for DLC. So whatever, whatever they do for this game is guess what you're getting. They're not going to be a DLC for it. You know, or at least story mode wise, uh-huh. he's saying everything we put in there, even if it's a long ass game, well then that's what you get. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this before. I, I agree with this. I think that, um, you know, having added content that is is like afterthought. Like, this is a complete game, and if you if you get the DLC, that's great. If not, you won't be missing out story wise. Then that's fine. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also said, uh, Parker and Stone, uh, you know, Matt Stone, the other, um, also revealed that during, uh, during the panel that they were inspired by uh, The Elder Scrolls uh, Five Skyrim, Earthbound, Paper Mario, and The Legend of Zelda when originally setting out to make The Stick of Truth. Well, that's some uh, quality inspirations right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm actually really looking forward to that game, so now this actually makes me even look more forward to it. Uh, Alright, so the OUYA offers to double successful Kickstarter campaigns for games that are OUYA exclusives. Um, the exclusivi- exclusivity offer is for six months or more exclusive to the OUYA. Um, this is a double-edged sword for, um, well, everybody involved, basically. On one hand, you, if, if, you, only, if you need a million dollars, let's say, to make your game, um, you only need to raise 500000 and then OUYA will match it. Right, so that's great. But the problem is, the how many people are there that are gonna want to back a game that's only gonna be on Ouya? You know, only Ouya customers, and they're yeah. not they're not out there in full force right now. You know, if if, if Microsoft did this, then you'd get no you'd have no problems with it. You know, or or Sony, but Ouya is a small company right now, so it's great that they're doing this, but and all, but um, at the same time, it's also gonna make it harder for anybody who is trying to make games to get their games made. Um, but, you know, Ouya really needs some exclusives, because um, that's something they're lacking, is they only have, like, six or seven exclusives. Um, so this is something that's lacking, and hopefully this will help. Hopefully it won't turn out that way. Hopefully, you know, there'll be enough, uh, in, uh, you know, enough motivation for devs to do this. I mean, it's an interesting idea. Um, I wonder... <laughs> If they have any uh, kind of uh, small print of how much uh, they I think, plan, because I think well, it's a million no, dollars. Oh, okay. Like in total, like as a pool for all of them, or I, I'm not sure, but um, you know, for a game, a million dollars isn't. I mean, it's it's a, I guess a million dollars is a lot for an indie game. So it's probably it's probably in full. Yeah, because oh no, I'm just saying. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of Kickstarters all like you know blow up and 
kind of do more than expected. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find exactly what the the offering tells. I, I know it said it, but I, I forgot to write it down. Uh, okay. No, this isn't it. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they they probably could, you know. It's one million dollars. Um, okay. Damn. And um, a single person can get up to two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, okay. So it basically, if you know, if you need fifty thousand, basically you'll get fifty to two hundred fifty thousand, depending on how much you need to raise. So yeah. that that's, I mean, and it's cool by Ouya. You know, they're doing, in my opinion, it's smart of them. Yeah, it, um, I mean, it may, makes sense. And if devs can do it, if like say, let's say a dev only needs like ten thousand dollars or something, or I mean twenty thousand yeah. dollars, raising ten thousand dollars for a game isn't too hard. You know, if it's yeah. going to be a good game, of course. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But there's already been a couple on Kickstarter uh, that says Ouya exclusives. I think that's what gave them the idea. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, these companies are already doing it and basically helping us out, so let's help them out. You know. Yeah. So. We'll, well see. Yeah. Um, well, um, Un- Undead Labs has announced the State of Decay DLC plans. Um, again, there's no details as far as whether it'll be free or paid. That's up to Microsoft still. Um, but the one thing is is pretty interesting that they announced. Uh, you know, as far as more details with the sandbox, mm-hmm. and you know, we'll we'll add a link um, for the you know the full uh, everything that they've posted. But um, basically, the what they're looking to do is um, initially in the original game, once you escaped the main map, that was the, you know, there was an end of the game. Basically, mm-hmm. you could have all these places you never lived in. You could have all these buildings you never even had to go to. You could almost avoid most of the map. You could probably, if you were just focused on completing the game you could probably only go to about a fourth of the entire map if that was your goal you know just to finish the game so what the the new dlc is doing is basically it the game could last forever and the way it works is you have no story missions what you're going to have is you're going to have start somewhere on the map uh they haven't this part they haven't defined yet exactly where you'll start, but you'll basically start somewhere on the map, and it'll work with this like as in the same mechanics of the other game as in you might get a couple people, and then you'll have to kind of build from there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is you get a score based on you know how many people survive for how long and whatnot, how many supplies you build, you know what you accumulate, and so you could stay in that first map and you could completely scavenge everything and you could get the best you know building on the map uh build up all the supplies try to get maybe 30 survivors and then you could just see how long you could last until you run out of start running out of food or weapons or medicine or whatnot right and the option to make the game uh basically last forever is that now you're going to have an rv and what will happen is you could you could get this RV running, but you're going to have to use building materials to get it, you know, up to to working condition. And you're going to have to stockpile gas for the trip, you know, out of the town. And basically, you could either, if you want to be hardcore and just go leave town right away, you could do that. If you want, you could stay in town as long as you want, as long as you could last there. And then leave in the RV. And... 
now here's the one bummer part is they said once you leave you know once you make the decision to leave the town um you actually do just go to another instance of the same map which is kind of a bummer but what's going to happen is they're going to change the variables each time you go to a new instance of the map but also, couldn't that easily also um, give them a reason to have DLC, more DLC in the future? That's true. That like I, I wouldn't say that that's the end of it. Right now, they're just saying initially that it is going to be the same map. Yeah. And they haven't even stated whether it's going to be the map in the game or just a new map. So it could be a big map, and you never know. And then again, like you were saying, it would be something where they could do DLC and add like kind of gimmick-type maps, like you know more water mm-hmm. or you know, in a mountain or something, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, to change, like, game, to change gameplay. But um, basically what they said is once you decide to leave the RV, uh, it's almost a mission. That's, like, almost the only real story mission in the game, in the new DLC. Mm-hmm. And basically once you decide to start the RV, um, all the zombies are going to hear you. The whole base is going to get under, a, is, is going to be attacked. And they said it wouldn't be a surprise if, when you decide to actually leave in the RV that everyone that you choose to leave might not actually make it out, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, once you go to the new instance of the map, basically, like I said, they'll, it sounds like what they're going to do is, is kind of add different variables to each map. You know, one map might, might be heavy in this type of an, uh, animal <laughs> with one, one map might, might be heavy in one type of zombie, uh, more so than another instance. But what they said is basically what's going to happen is as you every time you decide to go on the RV and go to a new instance of the map, uh, basically it's going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. So it can technically go forever, but the way they make it sound is it's eventually going to get too difficult to where either you're going to have to stay in your base too much and not be able to get enough food. Or, you know, you're going to risk it and try to get everything and you're going to run into nothing but, you know, like the most difficult zombies. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. For me, like I was digging the game. It's just, you know, once you beat the story, it gets kind of repetitive. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Again, like I said, it's one of those things. There's a lot of variables in this. It could be free. And then in that sense, it's like, hey, it's all good. Or Microsoft could be like, hey, it's $20 and there's still the you know like i said there's still the question marks about the map is it going to be the same map is it going to be a new map or are they going to have multiple you know mm-hmm. somewhere down the future so you know there's still a lot of variables but i mean i like what i'm hearing so far i i myself i dig the game so you know i don't know hopefully it comes out cool <laughs> but yeah cool cool all right yeah that that's uh i mean this game looks interesting to me uh I mean, it's something I'd probably pick up in the future. I gotta start playing it more again. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you had it. I, I noticed uh, me and uh, Anthony like completely like bombed you on uh, the kills on that game. Well, I haven't. I played it like a couple times, and then I haven't played it since. So yeah. All right. Uh, so we you actually mentioned Earthbound earlier. So uh, Earthbound launches on the Wii U Virtual Console, available for ten bucks. Uh, now, this is great news for a lot of people because there's been no um, there's been no earthbound uh, game in America since it was on the SNES. 
and um, basically it's it, it's ten bucks, which normally it's it's eight dollars uh, for for SNES, but it's ten bucks, and it's the full game, obviously, <laughs> it's the original game. So if if you've been wanting to play Earthbound again and you didn't want to go emulation, then this is the way to go on the Wii U Virtual Console. Cool. Uh, yeah, people have been asking this for a long time. People have been asking for this on the on the original Wii since the original Wii came out. So that that's one of the games that kind of jumped in price on eBay, right? Yeah, it's one of the most it's one of the most rare games of all time. It's yeah. like the top. I don't know how. Like it's one of the top. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, a lot of those games, like you know, if you want to go the legal route, it's usually piles of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, well, in uh, other news, uh, Wasteland Two has been delayed two weeks. Uh, sorry, Wasteland Two has been delayed six weeks. Uh, the beta will be out around October, which is when the original release date for the game was set to be. Uh, right now, the beta will only be for backers only, and they expect the game to be complete around. The end of the end of 2013 or early 2014, and it's kind of a good thing. Um, I don't know if you guys kept up with this game. It's basically the inspiration for Fallout was Wasteland, and the guy, the main Wasteland, he wanted to do a sequel, and he did a Kickstarter, got piles of money and everything. Yeah, I right? remember all that. And so the thing is, is is you know it's delayed, and six weeks actually isn't that bad. So it could be more, but really six weeks and. You know, I mean, heck, we've waited for Blizzard games and Rockstar games before. So seriously, <laughs> six, so six weeks—that's like not, I was like, well, that's not too bad. I was like, it's not even. But you know, they, they have to announce this stuff for all the backers and everything. And so, you know, after he announced it to the backers, it made all the the news sites. So, you yeah. know, really, six weeks isn't that bad. It could be more, but you know, in you know my experience with having games delayed, that's not the end of the world. It happens, but it's a good thing that. Um, the reasons for it happening is actually good. Is in the it's because uh, the developer stated that they actually, since they've raised way more money than they expected for their Kickstarter, mm-hmm. their their plans kind of expanded. You know, so they're like, well, we, you know, we have all this money. You know, like, why don't we, you know, add this? Why don't we add this and this and this? So the reason why they're delayed is simply they they've had they had a bigger budget than they expected, so they're making use of that budget and actually add, adding a lot to the game. That's cool. So. Yeah, I didn't back that one. Um, since then, I've backed uh, a couple major games on there. So I know the first one, I forgot the name of it now. It's an RPG. Um, and it's, again, it's the same thing. It's like it's based off an old game. Yeah. That's being, you know, like the, uh, like it's either, I'm, I think it's being basically redone, you know, from the beginning storyline-wise. Yeah. And I know that they said that it would be at least until December 2014. Wow. Yeah, because they they had they had just started production when they put up ki- Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't even think they started production until after the Kickstarter got uh, fully funded. But yeah, again, just, a... just like okay. Wasteland, they got tons of money. So. Yeah, that's the kind of the bummer thing with Kickstarters. Um, you know, it's not like you're you're, you're investing. You're not buying a game. You're investing. So. Yeah, I'm still waiting uh, for I'm still waiting for my um, uh, the RPG that I uh. Backed. I backed two RPGs now. One I packed like last summer, and it's still not. It's still not out until. So what happens if their their plans fall through? They just keep your money. Uh, you can yeah. get it back through Kickstarter, but the thing is, you go in. See, it's it's a whole legal thing. If they don't provide what they said they would, you yeah. can you can get your money back, but it's not as easy as saying, "Hey, I want my money back." Because well, you, I'm I'm not talking about like I changed my mind. I don't want to back you anymore. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm talking about like. 
that things are going good, things are going good, and then all of a sudden the the guy who's making the game dies, and so now they're now it's... everybody wants to just kill the project. Do I get my money back? <laughs> Well, because they never finished the product, or did I someone mean, walk away like, oh, well, tough shit, I, I just made some money? I, I think it, it's really a fine line, and I'm not sure legally how it works. Well, I know that there's channels to get it back. The the thing is, is right now it's like a kind of a gray area legally. Uh, there's not much precedence. There is a couple people who are now trying to sue. Mm. Can, can you hear me? There's Yeah. There's even this, <laughs> well, there's, I, I was saying. Well, I was just saying. There's a couple people now who are actually trying to sue to get their money back, but technically, I don't think they have to give you their money back as long as they, you know, made a, a good effort. I, I forgot the wording, but it's like they have to make a reasonable effort to accomplish the goal. And unless it was completely like negligent, where like if the developer just took all the money and like threw a crazy party or something, or uh-huh. if it's something where and and the thing is, is I, I think even in that scenario, it might be kind of hard to get the money because you know. Here you go. It says Kickstarter does not guarantee projects or invest or investigate a creator's ability to complete their project. On Kickstarter, backers ultimately decide the validity and worth worthiness of a project um, by whether they decide to fund it or not. So in other words, it's an all or nothing thing. If it happens, it, you you get your uh, item out of it. But if it doesn't happen, then you lose your money. That's it's kind of like you you kind of have to be careful on there. Like I said, if if someone went completely nuts or did something completely out there, like you could probably try to sue. But honestly, like that's kind of a long process. Uh, I think if I think <laughs> so if it's kind of not really if if a project blatantly rips you off, then yeah, there's legal issues and you can do something about it. But if probably, it's... even then, you'd have to still probably get with the backers and sue them. So it's not yeah. like a quick refund process yeah that's true but if it's uh, like if it's like you know everything's going good until like you know a year and then all of a sudden something major happens to where they're like well we're not even sure if this will ever happen then yeah you really you're you can sue but even then like i don't think anything will come out of it i know there's a uh someone there's this guy trying to do a class action lawsuit against uh uh oh yeah and i'm like it's not gonna happen you know i mean it's not gonna happen especially because the Ouya actually came out yeah, you're, you're kind of just uh, putting uh, your own risk up. So that's why kind of like, you know, they suggested people to really look into which ventures they put their money in. Um, I, I can't even recall the name now, but um, the one suit I, I, I know that they were in the process of uh, doing right now, which is going to – they said that they might it might set some precedence with Kickstarter, is uh, this one guy, he did all these drawings and stuff for this game, and he's like, oh, I want to make this game – it's like a dungeon game or whatever. It's going to be about like satanic stuff and everything. And all he had for his Kickstarter was like four pictures, but people really liked it. So they gave him like, I think he wanted something like 15,000 and they gave him like 50,000 or 60,000. Right. And the thing is, is he actually has no uh, experience in programming or making games or anything. He just assumed he could find programmers and artists for, you know, that, that, that money. And, so he's basically bit off way more than he could chew, and yeah. now he's just kind of like, uh, I'm trying, guys, but I don't know how to make games. So, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. And so he's saying that he's, you know, oh, uh, it'll take a couple more years, a couple more years. And I think the guy is even going broke now because he's even using his own money to try to keep wow. it going. But um, And see, in that instance, for me, if I, especially if I only donated like 10 bucks or 15 bucks, I'd just be like, well, 
oh well, you know. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, is some people are suing because you know there is those people that put in you know a couple hundred and or more. You know, yeah, you, you get ten or twenty of them together, and they're like, hey, you know, yeah, let's sue them, you know. But um, I I just found the other part on Kickstarter. It says uh, kick uh, basically they are legally um required to fulfill all rewards for any um backed project, and uh basically if they don't. They're required by law to give you your money back. But again, if they're broke and they have no way to do it, then you have to go the legal route of suing and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's... If you back thousands of dollars, then it's one thing. If you back $10, $10 or $50, it's probably not worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, like, you, don't, you almost have to get everyone together because, you know, yeah. to get a lawyer and to do all that. Like, in the case where you, you – even if you gave, like – 500 bucks you know <laughs> to get a lawyer and to do all that like you're probably gonna lose more money suing than you know mm-hmm. any you know then yeah you, yeah you'll basically lose more money to sue because you'll have to get a lawyer and all that and then you'll have to pay him and then even if you get your 500 dollars you probably owe the low lawyer more than that so yep yep all right so with that let's what's the <laughs> where sorry. were we i had yeah yeah okay okay so um if you're at all interested in Final Fantasy XIV and Realm Reborn, then you might be interested in this article I found um, that that basically gives you a brief description of a lot of the main characters that you'll meet in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, one of the most interesting ones, um, and the only known one, of course, is they finally revealed who Sid is going to be. And I'm just going to read the description. A brilliant Magitech engineer, Sid Dan Garland, uh, defected from his native Gaelmeland... Gale, Gale, that city he came from, I don't know how to pronounce it, and came to Erosia, where he founded the ironworks of his namesake. He now shares his knowledge with the people of his adopted homeland that they might defy the imperial menace he once served. So, uh, he, just like many games, he's going to be the one to uh, create machines. Oh. And uh, he actually looks pretty cool. He... Uh, yeah, so I'll have a couple pictures plus a link to all these on our show notes. Cool. Um, so I have some kind of old news again. You know, we weren't, we didn't do anything for a couple weeks. So this actually came out probably a week and a half ago. But um, I don't know if you guys have checked it out, but um, Rockstar actually released a GTA Five uh, trailer that actually has gameplay in it. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it man. You know what? I I still like. Like if I were to say of all like the those type of games, I would still probably put like Saints Row the Third and like San Andreas in my like battle for number one. Uh-huh. But and you know I like I did kind of lose interest in GTA GTA after GTA Four, but the trailer for Five, man, it man, I'm yeah, I'm really looking forward to it now. Did you ever play any of the de- the DLC for GTA Four? Yeah, I couldn't get into it though. I I got both. I I played both of them on on CD. I just I don't know what it is that whole game I just couldn't get into. Like I oh, I I've tried it. I tried again and again and again and I was like uh, I was like why I don't know because I like GTA games it's just I, I think, love the and then especially I, I started getting into the Saints Row the Third and it kind of made it hard hard to go with uh, the GTA Four, but um you know the, the the trailer looks really good I'm I'm really digging it I like I like how they they did the the kind of the map is more like San Andreas. Where uh-huh. it has everything, you know, like I don't know if you've seen some of the the one the pictures with like out in the woods and everything, yeah, and you know with the mountains and everything, it's just it's cool. It looks really it looks really good. I'm hyped. 
<laughs> cool, cool. And um, another old old bit of news was uh, Suka. Uh, sorry, An, a little <laughs> old bit of news is a uh, July eleventh, twenty thirteen was Sukuden Day, and basically this is a uh, kind of a, a part of the Sukuden revival movement, and they're basically a Facebook Facebook group, but a rather large one that actually has um, gotten some attention from Konami. Um, and they're basically trying to either bring some of the older Sukadins to newer systems you know, through like HD remakes or whatnot. Um, specifically Sukadin 2 because, you know, the prices went nuts for the original Sukadin 2 game on PS1 and that's the only legal way of playing it. Um, so this group has kind of sprung up to try to either get the older Sukadins ported to new systems or to get a... Um, a new Sukaden or both, basically, or, and also get the yeah the uh, the Japanese only ones brought over here too. Yeah, yeah, and um, so they basically had a, sex, a celebration July 11th. It was the, the what the anniversary of uh, Sukaden three in Japan, right? No, uh, yeah, the initial release, release, the release date. Yeah, and so it was pretty cool. They had a lot of stuff on Facebook, and their their um, the Sukaden revival site is actually. Uh, just www.facebook.com slash Sukuden Revival. Um, I'm sure you could look uh, look up uh, even the Sukuden Day there. Um, a lot of uh, cool stuff, a lot of uh, old pictures from, uh, you know, the original Sukudens and stuff like that. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that was a week or two ago. <laughs> but, that was uh, last week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, I was really happy. Uh, I didn't know about this until I, I heard about the revival thing, but I didn't know about Sukun Day until the day of this year. Yeah. So that kind of was <laughs> a little late I for mean, me, but a lot, I was happy to, you know. I mean, hopefully they get something going. It just seems it seems kind of goofy that they wouldn't do Sukun Two on um like a re-release or something. Yeah. Or you know, even try a new game and on a console, not. <laughs> Not those uh, handheld ones that they had for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice, but who knows? Yeah. All right, I believe that's it for news this week. So that's the end of the podcast. Woohoo! Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so through kvgt04 at gmail dot com. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. Facebook dot, you can go to facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast to reach us there. Like us and stuff like that. Um, Post it. Yeah. We're on iTunes. Go uh, subscribe to us, download us, and um, rate us on iTunes. Hella rate. Um, we're also on Stitcher if that's your preferred method of um, we listening are? to podcasts. Yeah, we've been on Stitcher for years. I know. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> And as always, we are on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at Soul Scribbler. My KV- he got it right. I know. I've been, that's like three weeks in a row. Can you believe it? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, my uh, my podcast one is uh, at KVGT Jeremy, where I talk mostly about video games. And Patrick is at I'm at Big Solo Six Four. And if you'd just like to send a general shout-out or message to us as a podcast or get a hold of Frank, then you could do so at KVGT Podcast. Frank's against Twitter. 
I was waiting for you to say something. Uh, all right. We have our personal websites. Mine is awriterstruggle.com, where I give advice to writers and talk about my personal experiences. Patrick is – his website is? patrickstotts64.blogspot.com. And he's been pretty active on there lately. I think three or four in the last uh, week and a half or two. Hell to the yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, and we have the Nerdgasm Network at the Nerdgasm Network, or I'm sorry, at nerdgasmnetwork.com. Their series challenge, nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. And we have Extra Play at extraplay.info. And, uh, Troy, Troy at Extra Play. Well, yeah, but he's not the only one doing it anymore, so that's why I don't say that anymore. Oh, that's right. Um, he, he does do streams on Twi- Twitch TV also, though, if, if you want to check those out. Um, he does oh, streams. He does interesting streams. Like, one day he'll be like, uh, he'll like basically put a challenge out there. Like, he'll say, put a game and put, can I do this in this game in this amount of time? And then he tries to do it. And, um... I haven't watched a full stream, but I have watched uh, some of them, and it's pretty interesting to watch. So, uh, yeah, you can find them on Switch TV also. I, th- I believe it's under Extra Play. Um, no Quarters Podcast at NoQuarters.net. The Super Budget Brothers at SuperBudgetBrothers.com. I didn't know they had their own theme song. I just made it up for them. And as I'm sure al- they won't use it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. As always, the Matts. Matt and Matt. And... Most uh, recently, featuring Patrick. Yes, yes, sir. Intrepid Audio Productions at BeyondTheHeadset.co. Yeah, go check those guys out. And uh, to Matt, I just got to say to you, what's wrong with Big Brother, man? Don't be hating on your wife because she likes Big Brother. That's a good <laughs> show. And uh, since I hadn't had a chance to talk to him, I apologize for not being on that show also. That's all right. We had a good one without you. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Not as good as it would have been, but you know, good nonetheless. All right. So with that, with all that said, um, you guys have any last what, minute comments? I'm hungry. I'm not. I ate dinner before we started. Oh uh, well, I've been cooking I'm, dinner since one o'clock hungry. in the morning. Since one o'clock in the morning. Yep, I'm making pulled pork sandwiches. Sweet. And what about you, Frank? You're not hungry. I'm not hungry. No. Did you, did you already ate dinner. Uh, I had manudo this morning. Oh, you dirty bastard. I want it was hella a- good, too. And my dad said, like, why don't we save someone for your friends? I was like, screw that. And I just dumped the rest in the trash. Aww. Yeah, I, I heard you made a video of it, just like flipping off yeah. the camera saying, yeah, that's what I think of you, Patrick. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I, actually, I, was standing there, I was standing there with a, with a, you know, like a napkin around my neck and my, had my spoon ready and everything. <laughs> I actually uh, want to try, I mean, I've tried it before, but I want to try a good homemade menu, though. I haven't had any. You never had Frank's dad's menu, though? I might have once. I don't think yeah, I New Year's, ever. hello. I had like five bowls. And how drunk was I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's it for our podcast. See everybody next time. <laughs>